Well, as you've likely heard, the upcoming redesign of Vancouver's Broadway corridor will be going ahead without a new separated bike lane. Council voted yesterday to accept a city staff recommended plan that will see the curb lanes reallocated to wider sidewalks and more public space. And it includes the possibility to add a cycling and active transportation lane sometime in the future. Well, we wanted to talk more about this and we'll certainly be opening up the phone lines again uh, coming up in just a few moments. But first, we are checking in with Jeff Lee, who is the co-chair of the Vancouver UBC Local Committee of Hub Cycling. Jeff, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, I know uh, groups like yours and many others who have been calling in today uh, are, are, are upset with this, uh, this decision, would have liked to have seen the plan to go ahead with those separated lanes. Uh, can you talk a little bit uh, about your reaction to this vote at Vancouver City Council? Well, we're disappointed um, that Council, despite its commitment to putting these lanes on Broadway, has decided to rebuild the current street without them and then come back and rip it up and do the, do it again. And, and we just don't think that's a, uh, a smart approach to uh, spending taxpayers' money. Um, the longer we delay this, the longer we delay the benefits of it. And uh, we haven't you know, had a vote to, to kill the bike lanes. We have had a vote to, to not do them now. The streets are already built, torn up, and they're going to put them back without this and, and then come back to it. Uh, it just doesn't seem very, very smart. I know that there had been some other groups, uh, the Board of Trade, uh, which had come out recently saying that this is a street that is needed uh, for traffic, uh, for the movement of goods, uh, for accessing the businesses and such, and was opposed to these separated bike lanes. What are your thoughts on the groups that that were opposed to to going ahead and putting them in? I uh, was one of the uh, 42 speakers, and uh, I didn't hear from a single business improvement association representing anyone along Broadway who had concerns about the Broadway lane during the, uh, the extended meeting uh, over the past couple of days. What we have, have seen is that, or what we know, is that we're going to move a lot more people along Broadway with a subway. And to say, though, well, we used to have six lanes, so we still need to have six lanes of traffic doesn't make any sense. We, we're going to move people by, by the Broadway subway. And so staff have recognized that and said, we're already going down from six lanes to four lanes. And they could also go down to two lanes for vehicles, they said, but, you know, the options were either taking it down to four lanes or taking it down to two lanes. And we said, well, it makes sense that when you take it down to four lanes that uh, you include active transportation lanes because there are not equivalent streets that serve the same purpose uh, for people to access these businesses. I think those businesses are are dealing with a lot of uh, stress of of people not being able to get to their storefronts during construction. And what they're going to need when this uh, construction is complete is lots of people on a dynamic, lively street, people going past their storefronts, people spending money, and uh, um, that is best achieved with a complete street design where people can walk, people can cycle, people can scooter, and certainly there will be multiple lanes for driving, but we're, you know, the station blocks are, the stations are, are six and eight blocks apart. Let's, uh, let's recognize that people need to travel between those stations to reach all of these businesses. That's, that's where we should be thinking. I know there were, uh, was a lot of talk as well of the current bike lanes that are on 10th Avenue and on 7th Avenue. And uh, the argument was made that one of the reasons that this lane isn't needed right now or, or in the near future on Broadway is because cyclists have those lanes. So what are your thoughts about that? 
Well, those lanes don't serve any of the businesses on Broadway. Um, there are no lanes planned at the moment for going along Broadway, and staff have said at one point, well, people can come down the, uh, the cross streets. Well, then how are they going to move along Broadway to get to those businesses? And, it, you know, the brave ones are, are going to be um, mixing it up with cars. Um, many of them, particularly the electric scooters that uh, Vancouver is introducing with the scooter share, are going to be on the sidewalk. So what we are going to see is a worse environment for pedestrians, a worse environment for patios and, uh, and street uh, activities. And uh, um, 7th and 10th just, just don't seem to serve the same purpose. 10th and 10th out of the six kilometers of the Broadway plan only has protected lanes for about six blocks of it. The rest of it certainly isn't anything like a uh, safe and uh, comfortable place to cycle. And uh, so I, I think it's a, it's a really false uh, thing to, to compare those as, as alternatives to protected lanes on Broadway, which actually serve the businesses and, 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 and jobs on Broadway. Right. Is there a possibility, though, what if those lanes were, were made more safe or there was that, that more of a dedicated lane? And I know what you're talking about uh, on 10th Avenue. Uh, that's the way I, w- I go uh, often if I'm riding my bike or, or on a scooter. I'll go down 10th and then I will go down to Broadway to whatever business I'm going to and then walk my bike or my scooter on the sidewalk uh, because I, I can't stand it when people ride on the sidewalks. But is there a possibility if, if they improve the lanes in either 10th or 7th, could you not access them by riding on those streets and and using the cross streets to get to those businesses. Well, there is a plan to improve 10th, and, and I think 7th is a bit of a write-off. It's uh, It's got too much traffic on it, and the intersections aren't safe. But 10th has the potential to be a much better bikeway from Trafalgar to um, to uh, Victoria Drive, and, and, and that covers a similar length to the, the Broadway plan. But in the years that we've been improving, and the city has had it as a goal, you know, six, eight years, whatever it is that we've been working on 10th Avenue, we've accomplished six blocks. So, it, you know, it, it's, it's a pipe dream to think that we're going to protect 10th Avenue. Um, and, and, and even if we did, even if we made it much safer and more comfortable, you know, I, it, it doesn't put the businesses and the jobs and the, and the, and, and the people on 10th Avenue. They, it's still on Broadway. So I think what we have to recognize is that if we don't provide safe and comfortable routes on Broadway, um, people using micro-mobility devices, whether they be scooters or electric scooters or electric skateboards or bikes or e-bikes, are likely to be on the sidewalk. And, and, and we just don't think that's a, a good place for them. Um, we teach in all of our training and our courses not to ride on the sidewalk, but a recent uh, account done along Broadway to, to see what's happening with micro-mobility devices along Broadway, um, the number that I was reported to me by, by the people doing the count was it was in between two-thirds and three-quarters of the, of the wheel devices on Broadway were found on the sidewalk. So then the team went up one block to 10th because it was in the same block with the hospital district and said, oh, and what's happening where we have protected bike lanes? And the number of wheel devices that were on the sidewalk was under 1%. And that's, a, that's in the same block. And that's just a, a picture of what's going to happen. We don't think that's good for anybody. It certainly doesn't promote a patio culture or safe and comfortable. And it really doesn't promote access to these stations. The original business case for the Broadway uh, subway included guiding principles issued by the city of Vancouver to TransLink and the government as part of the business case that said they were committing that there had to be multimodal access to the subway stations to ensure complete ridership of it, a broader catchment area. The city hasn't included for active transportation connections to any of the the, uh, the, uh, stations being built along Broadway. Um, 
they've simply left it off. And so what we're going to see is a free-for-all on the sidewalks, we fear. Uh, is, it, is it a ticketable offense if you're on a bike or a, a scooter or a wheeled device and riding on the sidewalk? Yep. So isn't it an, is it not an enforcement issue then? Because just to, to simply say, oh, I'm riding on the sidewalk because there's no bike lane, that, that doesn't really fly. But, but if it was being enforced, wouldn't that be a deterrent for people? It doesn't appear to be in practice. And I don't know that we can afford the enforcement um, to, to, to put people on every block. We're talking about a six-kilometer stretch. Are we going to station officers every half block and watch for people using scooters on the sidewalk? The, the, in the real world, people will go there not because they want to. Many will be embarrassed to do so. But they're doing it because it's the only safe place. And, and realistically, people don't typically ride along to Divine or Asher or some street and then get off their bike and push their bike along the sidewalk or carry their kick scooter or, or their e-scooter. They just weave in between people walking. And uh, you've got to remember that at every one of the station plazas, it's going to be very busy. And, and the best example in my mind is at Camby uh, with the Candleline station. And think about what the, the, the sidewalk looks like in front of the Camby and Broadway um, Skytrain station and now say, well, we're going to have anyone with a micro mobility device weaving through that. Um, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Uh, is it your concern as well that by pushing this ahead, uh, even though council is saying it could be built at a later date, that it won't be? I think that we're just delaying the, you know, it's going to be more expensive. Um, council has said, well, we'll just wait so while and, and, you know, and there's never going to be more money. There's never going to be easier. Construction costs are never going to come down. So it's going to be that much harder to build it in the future. There are analysis of, of the gaps in Vancouver, including by, by, by city staff and by groups like Mine Hub Cycling, that analyze where the gaps are in the network and the criticality of, of closing those gaps. And Broadway rates very highly as a gap in our network. It rates highly because of the destinations along there because of the um the businesses and the jobs and, and fifty thousand people coming to live there and to say that uh, you know i think we're we're going to wake up one day and say we probably should have done this when it was cheaper and easier and the roads were already dunk, dug up who, who 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 made this decision and and so i think that we're eventually going to build it but i think we're going to wait too long we're going to miss the the benefits and we're going to add a lot of cost and, and we, we just don't think that's smart business it's not smart planning all right, Jeff, we'll leave it there for today. Appreciate your time today, though. Thank you. Thank you. Bye for now.